like a sneaky jalapeno in your burrito. That unexpected heat is shocking, but you can't live without it. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. Oh! Oh! Wow, the three-day weekends. Hey, look at that. Day number two of work, but it's actually day number three. Welcome to July 18th. Yesterday you know, we were talking week, about I'm... the worst hated week of the year because people have to pay their credit card bills this month. And Hopefully you got that out of your system yesterday. And today you can start moving forward. The good news is the days keep getting longer, <laughs> and it's going to be a nice week. The rain has stopped. It's going to dry out a little bit. This doesn't affect you, but this is this is payoff week in uh, fantasy football. <laughs> the with the economy uh, where thanks for at. rubbing it like, in jeff like, thanks for rubbing it in and once again i donated <laughs> third place gets a hundred bucks right and i usually just am like hey do you want to just go ahead and have that be your entry fee for next year because that's what it is for the buy-in in our in our league and and um i, I did that with everybody i did that with a thousand dollars i said hey do you want me to just pay you 900 uh with second place i was like hey do you want me to just pay you 200 and then uh third place and, and normally third place always says yeah just go ahead and roll it over to next year and this year he's like no i gotta buy food for my kids <laughs> <laughs> who won third place doug oh <laughs> What, the JD project isn't bringing in the big money anymore? That's pretty funny. It does. It does. I'm sure. And, and I know Doug's got a thousand times better job than I do. So, hey, listen, uh, I you don't know blame you, Doug. You live- I would say, pay me my money, mother. Pay me my money. Show me the money. Show it to me. I'll give but it to But it's you interesting. It's interesting because, you know, I mean, everybody lives by a certain standard. And when the economy's humming along, you know, in 2019 and the first three months, or I'm sorry, the first two and a half months of 2020, Everybody's fine. You know, you're living your life. You, you, you do everything and then the bottom falls out. And then now, you know, eggs are eight bucks a garden and you're like, oh, yeah, uh, no, I get yeah, it. I need a hundred bucks. Hey, listen, I think he's a smart man because he could have said, ah, I got to pay bills, right? I need to get this for the, you know, this piece of uh, equipment or something. He's like, no, I got to nope. feed my kids. He, he knows you're not going to argue. This is where that. he's not a smart man. This is where <laughs> he's not a smart man because now that nobody's locked in with a payment for next year. You know what happens? I mean, the price of everything's going up. So, uh, what used to be a hundred dollar buy-in, I don't know, might be more. <laughs> what are you talking about? Nobody makes money. Are you making money on this thing? I thought. I thought we figured. No, it out I don't. I actually. I actually donate. Yeah. I actually, I actually pay a hundred and fifty dollars every year. Oh, that's because right. Because I, the fifty dollar. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So Steve, who won the toilet bowl. Oh God, um, he won it again. Fifty bucks of my cash. God. Yeah. Make him buy you lunch. Yeah. Beers. Something. What's fifty divided by fourteen? The buy-in's going to be. I'm going to have. I'm, you know what? Because nobody's on the hook for next year, I'm going to have you guys absorb the cost. So, fifty divided by fourteen. The buy-in's going to be. Because uh, I mean, I'm sick of paying that fifty bucks, man. You know how many eggs fifty bucks buys? <laughs> You'll be fine. I'll be willing to chip in. No, no problem. One hundred three dollars and fifty-seven cents is what go. the buy-in is going to be next year. One hundred three dollars. Just make it one hundred and four. Keep something. Go buy your wife something nice. <laughs> so that will give me. Um, let's see. <laughs> okay. What is your wife so, like, anyways? Like, uh, like an eight dollar fee for running the running the league. I always hear her talking about Panera. I think she's go buy her some Panera. I don't know what's what is she like at Panera? Chipotle. She, oh, she likes it's, Chipotle? Uh, no, her, oh. her thing's Chipotle, yeah, which 
she eats it and then she always is like regretting it <laughs> you know, it's like, why good. Do you keep going back I, we have a terrible chipotle by my house and it there every time i go and I, you have to go in and they have a drive-thru you can order online and pick it up at the drive-thru but there is no ordering at the drive-thru type deal right so you have to order online to go through the drive-thru and then half the time you have to do it online you can't talk to a person so then i finally call because i'm having problems and they're like oh uh, we're out of that. We're out of that. And we're out of that. We just had a big catering event that we had to do. And so we're out of most everything. We do have beans, rice, and a little bit of pork left. I'm like, oh, nice. That's, I'll just try that's what I'm signing I'll, up for. I'll try another day. <laughs> um, nothing, and nothing sounds better for that pork than a, a little bit of pork. Yes. <laughs> yeah. A little bit left. Rice and beans. God, I could do that myself. So you're telling me I'm getting the last of the pork? Nice. <laughs> yummy. Yeah. Sounds good. Well, How long maybe, has that been around? Maybe, well, maybe that's been down there in the juices, though. You got to think of it that way. All the juices go to the bottom. Maybe that's the best pork. I don't know. But the problem is I had Chipotle, I, and I loved it. And it's not cheap, right? I think I got a burrito, and by the time I got everything on there, it was like 14 or 15 bucks. And, uh, but now I crave it, and every time yeah, it's a pain in the ass, so. I just pretend it's dead and gone, and I go to Taco Bell and get an Enchirito. Uh, <laughs> what are you going to do? I get five things at Taco Bell. I'll show them. So uh, today's payday, huh? Or yesterday was payday? Yeah. Well, this week is pay week, and I'm, I, and I'm in the same boat. I'm like, hey, guys, uh, Friday's payday. I'll, I'll pay you guys on Friday. <laughs> so everybody's See, like on, my on the edge of their seat. You guys can, she would be so mad at you because she'd be like, you set that money aside and you don't touch it. You're like, I already spent it. I already spent all the fantasy football money. Now I have to pay everybody out. I mean, it's, it's just kind of the way it goes. Like, it's so hard because everybody pays with Venmo. And then, so then you have to do other stuff. And then if you don't, my, my, my goal is to keep it in Venmo. Well, then if you have to pay for something else in Venmo, then it comes out of that. And I'm like, oh, I'll go ahead and throw it back in there. But I never throw it back in there because it's hard to get money into Venmo um, it, 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 well, unless somebody pays you. You know what you could do is you could just set up a separate fantasy football Venmo with a different card. So you've got that one so you don't ever touch it. And then if you're going to pay it, people have like my, you know, I don't know if you and your wife share it or if you guys are still doing everything separate. But you just have an account together with your wife, and then you worry about that. That's what I do. I have my Jeremy and Charlene Venmo, and then I have my she doesn't know about it Venmo. You know what I'm saying? And then that's where I go, you know, buy stuff and Venmo people. And so do you have? Like she I doesn't have a like buddy my, does my gambling. She doesn't like my gambling. So whenever I'm going to gamble, I use my, you know, side hustle Venmo or whatever you want to call it. The one she doesn't know about. That is strange because um, I have a friend that does this, and every once in a while he'd be like, hey. Um, he hides it from his wife. See, we have I, to hide things from our wives so we don't get judged. It's not that I want to keep it from but her. I don't, I don't want to be judged it. by her. He goes, I have 100 bucks. Can you Venmo me 100 bucks? Here's 100 bucks. And I'm like, okay. Like, why are we doing this? He's like, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, me and your friend should have beers. Listen, no, I do stuff like this all the time. I have a friend that always has. I mean, I have a friend that just likes to carry oh, at least $1,000 in his wallet at all times. So I'm like, if I need cash and I've got that card set up on my other account, then I say, hey, I'm going to Venmo you 200 bucks. okay? You got 200 bucks? Oh, yeah, sure. Here you go. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Hey, listen, it's not easy being married or living with the same person and everybody getting along for a long time. So sometimes you just have to find ways around it as long as, you know, you don't break the number my wife one rule. Pulled the, 
the biggest coup de gras the other day. She goes, would you buy it? I, 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 I went out and we made chili, right? So I went out and I, we were missing kidney beans. So I ran to the store real quick, ran up to Smart and Final real quick, and I got kidney beans. And she, like, within an hour and a half later, like, I, she's not even home yet. She's like, what did you buy at, uh, at Smart and Final? <laughs> I'm like the 99 cent purchase. <laughs> and she's oh my like, gosh, yeah. she is stocking beans dude. for your dinner. <laughs> okay. You kidding me? Come on. So Ugh. she wanted to know what the 99 cent purchase was. And it was mm-hmm. kidney beans. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, wow. She yeah. is totally like cyber stalking you or whatever you call that. Yeah. Um, talk about uh, not yeah. having any money. <laughs> I can't even spend 99 cents without it being questioned. My wife loves to give me a hard time for like spending money on things that I have, um, you know, like that I do without her. But I mean, look at our Amazon account. It's just like, I never say a word about that. And my clothes are coming. In. Oh, I send all that stuff back. I go, I know you do because I have to take it all back to the UPS store, FedEx, uh, you name it. You know, it's got to go somewhere. The, the post office. I'm always returning stuff for her, but she also keeps a lot of it. Oh, yeah, the, the joy of being married. Anyways, well, it is Wednesday. What are we doing today? We got some, some Ringo Starr tickets coming up here in a few minutes. Uh, UltimateClassicRock.com put together a list of rock's most hated songs and the most hated albums. And I'll tell you, the Beach Boys are in the top ten. We're going to get to that coming up. Plus, my favorite, Phil Collins. I don't even know how they do this. Uh, and many others. <laughs> Spending four hours in a box together every day can make you say crazy things. Don't go crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. All right, here they come. These are the most hated rock songs according to ultimateclassicrock.com. And number two on the list is my favorite when I was nine years old. I remember seeing the Beach Boys. I think I was ten at the at the fair in Washington State. Didn't you love this song when you were a kid? This was like, yeah, who are these guys? Oh, these are the guys my dad listens to. I can't stand the Beach Boys. They had this. That's new what's song. funny about it is, it, it's the Beach Boys, and you're like, they had like a res- they had a resurgence. Yes. Um, which is pretty cool, actually, because, you know, you think of them as just being, you know, my little disc coop, and all of a sudden, you know, Cocktail comes out, and they have a... This is probably a number one hit, right? I'm looking it up right now. I know that it was a huge song. Um, Come on, pretty mama. <laughs> Let's see here. Kokomo, 1988. Off the soundtrack, too. Do you remember? Cocktail. Yes. Uh, I just said that. Oh, you did? I'm sorry. I was typing and not paying attention like normal. Uh, let's see. It was a top 20 single. Their first number one hit in 22 years. And to date, their final top 40 hits. Kokomo. Yeah. Good stuff right there. But it doesn't say... Was it's it kind of hard because when you say that one? this is... This is the most hated rock song of all time. I mean, you're basically saying you hate fun. Exactly. And it's not, it's not the most, most hated. It's the second most uh, hated. Yeah. What's, number, what's, what's number one? Aerosmith. Uh, that song, I Don't Want to Miss a Thing. 
uh, came in as the number one most hated rock song, according to... It's funny because when you type in Aerosmith into YouTube, the number two song that comes up, number two song that comes up is I Don't Want to Miss a Thing. Yeah, I Don't Want to Close My... This was Armageddon soundtrack, right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was. And Phil Collins, Su Su Studio. Come on, that's a great song. Number three. I mean, it kind of... This is kind of an epic... You know, it's funny. Epic song, you know? You always tell me I like really bad music. I'm surprised you agree with me on these songs. Because I like all these songs. Billy Joel, We Didn't Start the Fire. It was always burning (laughs) while the world's been turning. (laughs) Ryan started the fire. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Also on this list, uh, Starship. We built this city on rock and roll. People hate that song. I don't know why. I got to be honest with you. I'm with you on this. I like pretty much all of them. I don't like Susudio, but I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm indifferent to Susudio. Yeah, it's, it's not like, one that you're going to seek out. Yeah. Mr. Roboto yeah. by Sticks, my least favorite. Eh. Probably, no, Sail Away. No, Sail Away's pretty good. I don't, I'm like, I'm like hot and cold on Sticks. And then, um, oh, we got to look this one up. Trying to remember this song, "Silly Love Songs" from Paul McCartney. Is that uh, is that when he was with Wings, or just did his own thing? Obviously, this is Aerosmith. All right, pull that down for a second. Is this is this like a good slow dance song? Yes. Yeah, and it's five and a half minutes long. Yeah, we used to slow dance to that all the time. Is um, oh, this is alive? I like this song. Yeah, it's okay. I think this is one of those lists, Jeremy, where. They try to take the most popular songs and be too cool for the room. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, yeah, I remember this. That's what they're trying to do in this instance. They're, they're, yeah, they're, they're saying, oh, well, we're going to take, take these songs that are super duper popular and we're going we're gonna to dog them. This is, this is one of those unhappy people. Exactly. <laughs> Some writer for Classic Rock Weekly got a job as a journalist because that's what they wanted. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm working for, what is it, Classic Rock Weekly? Rock's or most Classic hated Rock? records. And they got one of the biggest icons. Uh, well, I don't know if he's an icon, but artists out of the 80s. Bill Collins right there on the front. That's ridiculous. Yeah. How about the most, I want to know what the most the most loved out rock albums of all time are. Why don't you work on that list? Here we go. Lists. I guarantee it's not as good. Anyways, you can weigh in, 805-543-3693. Uh, let's see. Top 80 rock outs. You want to know what the top... Here we go. Wait. Top 10 songs. We Built This City on Rock and Roll, by the way, is not a bad song. No, it's not. It's weird when the DJ Everybody comes on at the it. end. But I don't know why they put that on there, but radio used to be more cool than it is now, I guess. Maybe that's why. So you can weigh in no, 805. It's just an ad. It's, it, it's an ad for uh, erectile dysfunction. <laughs> 805-543-3693 are the numbers to get through right now. Uh, let's see. Now, these are. Hmm, okay. 
I can't. They didn't do a very good job of organizing this. I was looking at the top rock albums of the 80s, and the first one to come up are the Pretenders with Chrissy Hine. That can't be the number one, right? Maybe that's the bottom of the list. Careful. You don't want to learn from this. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on 93.3 KZOZ. I thought about making this guy dumbass of the day, but then, you know, I realized that people are getting frustrated and this guy deserves a little bit of slack. Uh, This story happened. uh, I saw it over the weekend in San Francisco. Did you see this business owner that got upset and sprayed the homeless woman in front of his business? in downtown San Francisco with a hose until she would leave? Yes. You did yes. see it. Okay. Uh, his name is, uh, I think it's Collar, Collar Gwynn. It's a San Francisco art gallery owner, so who knows what his name is. Uh, but he got upset. He said that he's tried to help this person out, and um, she wouldn't take it. She wouldn't leave. She was getting crazy one day, so he turned the hose on her. The, the best part is how he's standing there, and he literally has his legs crossed as he's leaning against like a partition fence. And he's just hosting her. It's like, like he's watering because the lawn you, or something. Because when you own an art gallery, you must stand like you own a water, water, uh, an art gallery, not a water gallery. When you own an art gallery, you must stand like you uh, own an art gallery at all times, no matter whatever you're doing, right? I'm surprised he didn't have a cigarette. After countless there. times of trying to help her, countless that can be researched and shown that trying to wash down the street and clean up her mess that and she became just completely belligerent and out of her mind again that at that point i turned the hose on her it guess what it woke her up she moved this is not going to come across probably very popular but when i see somebody with one of those signs on the freeway i realize all i'm doing is enabling them if i give them money so i don't mm-hmm. If I see them outside the Home Depot, the Costco, where, you know, the popular spots on the off ramps, I don't stop and give them money because I'm just enabling them to, why would they leave? They create trash, violence, crime, and drugs. I know they need help, but uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a very sensitive subject. And this guy, Gwyn, he got a lot of flack for one of those comments that he just made, you know. Oh, yeah, he's probably going to have to move his art gallery out of, out of San Francisco. Oh, they're smashing the windows. I mean, yeah, they're, yeah, they're definitely. Yeah. I, now they're, it, yeah. it's, it's not going to end up good for him. Well, he, come out, he came out yesterday, and he had something else to say. I'm deeply apologetic. I just snapped. I did something terrible. It was awful. And I, I can see it. I mean, nobody can see it clearer than I can. I have the video to constantly remind me that this is a large cross to bear. Yeah. Yeah. Now he's now the probably, homeless leader. Yeah. Right. I mean, I mean that's a bad. I mean, I don't think anybody should ever do what he did. That was terrible. I, I mean, even if you snap, I mean, it's like. But at the same point, it, you have to say, well, how did how did right. we get here? How did this happen? It's because the officials in well, yeah, the, our, the, the town, the city I live in, the one I owe my yeah. that I opened my business in that I serve our community, that I that pay, I pay my, pay my taxes, taxes to. to, have done nothing yeah. to the point where now we're seeing you know, people getting fed up and they snap. There's only so much you can do before and so much you can take before you know, you're going to do something that probably isn't cool or couth or you know, level-headed. I feel bad for this guy. I feel terrible for people that have drug issues, that are homeless, but uh, I don't know what the answer is. But I tell you what, the answer's got to be, we got to do more for the people that are paying taxes in our city. 
California is so messed up when it comes to this problem because California throws the most at it, yet they have the worst, by far, the worst homeless problem in the United States. So something that our leadership is doing is they're doing it wrong. They're doing it 100% wrong. I, and I say, okay, well, let's throw a bunch of money at it. And they throw a bunch of money at it. They buy a hotel. The problem is they're not incentivizing getting off of drugs. They're buying like rooms and they're saying, okay, you guys stay here till you get things figured out. But they're not providing any counseling, any guidance, nothing to get these people off of it. Like it used to be. No, it's, it's just like every diet program, right? Like Jenny Craig or Weight Watchers. Here, go on our program, eat our food. But as soon as you get off the program and you start eating, you know, you're not eating our meals that we send you anymore, then all of a sudden you put all the weight back on because you know, there's no training. There's really no, there's no accountability afterwards. It, it reminds me exactly but what they're like doing one of these in- diet programs that you get on because, you know, what we need to do is educate, train, and get these people back into society so they can become a functioning member of society again. It's not just let's give them a place to stay for a night, a week, a month, uh, 90 days. It's what are we going to do when that 90 days is up so they don't end up back here again? But they're not, they're not, all this money that they're throwing into it is just to infrastructure, right? Like it's like providing clean needles and buying hotel rooms and building uh, apartments uh, for them to live in uh, rent free, you know? And they're not like the term halfway house comes from somewhere, right? It's people that are, when they leave prison, they need rehabilitation and they need to ease their way into society. That's how this needs to be treated. And it's not all this millions and billions of dollars, quite frankly, that is going towards this problem. None of it is going towards like a situation where like, yeah, we'll help you out, but these are the rules you have to adhere to. No drug use, no, no none of that. And I'm not saying it doesn't happen everywhere because there are places around here that 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 is the that is the case. If we catch you using drugs, you're back out on the street, and that that's how it needs to be done. And those places are actually effective. But the other problem on, is there's uh, a lot of people, people that, would, out. that choose drugs over you know uh, a bed and, and heat. They'd rather live true you know, along the. But creek. then that's when the that's when the municipalities need to come in, and they they need to the municipalities need to take it upon themselves and be like, okay, listen, you can't put a tent on the freeway off ramp. We'll allow you to put a tent on the freeway off ramp if you allow us to come by and do checks every once in a while. And that those checks are, you know, and if not, then you're, you're we're taking down your stuff. And how much money do we give? Because it's drug paraphernalia. Right. To other countries. How much money have we given to Ukraine? How much money do we just give away? Too much. Billions and billions of dollars that we could be putting into infrastructure to help these people. But that's the, the answer. People that you that, can't, that that's can't the make answer. decisions for themselves. They need to go in and be taken because into custody. You, they need to be put go, into a facility, you, and they need help. They can't control themselves. When you go themselves. to get elected, the one thing that stands out, when you go to get elected, the one thing that stands out is they'll say, oh, well, I've, I've allocated the most amount of funds that, than anybody before me to this. So I'm trying to do my part. That's what, that's what it, it says. But they're, they're, just, they're just throwing money at it. You just yeah. throw money at the they're situation. Just, well, they're buying it, your votes. It's all commercial. It's all flash in the pan. It's all, and, you're, and people are suckers for believing it. You're too, come on. You've got to know that when any politician says they're doing anything and they're doing this, they're not doing anything for it. Yeah, people don't 
people don't have the time to pay that close attention to it. I guess. It's really sad. Yeah. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on 93.3 KZOZ. So which would you rather have to deal with if you were a homeless person, somebody spraying water in your face, like that guy we were talking about earlier? Or um, in, in San Francisco, or having to listen to this all night. Nobody. Now uh, that is loud opera music. You know, I stayed... being played out outside of the Seven Eleven in Austin, Texas. Now the Seven Eleven in Austin, Texas, may be taking a page from the Seven Eleven in Santa Maria's or, book, yeah. or down at the wharf. This at this. I, this must be a Seven Eleven thing because when I stayed down at the wharf and I was literally um, half a block from the mm. street that drives right on the wharf there, and I, I had a beautiful view of the ocean. We found this really cool little boutique hotel, and it wasn't too crazy expensive. And my balcony opened up, and right down below it, I could see the Seven Eleven was there, <laughs> and that, that's what they were playing. And it was 24-7. I was thinking, oh, this is a great place. We can hang yep. out here, have a drink. I brought my Bluetooth speaker. We'll listen to some music. No, we didn't, we didn't nope. need the music. And it was terrible sound. It was so tinny and awful. But I get, I'll tell music, you what. Music was provided for you. All the you homeless people in San Francisco, they found a new place to go. They weren't hanging out in front of that 7-Eleven. Right, absolutely. And uh, that's, what they're, that's what they're doing in Austin. I, people are pretty mad. Um, uh, this is... Uh, Kevin Hogan, he is a uh, homeless person in Austin, and this is what he had to say about it. Nobody likes the music because it's going all night, and, you know, I feel maybe they do it to try to run us off because you can hear it all night. It plays all night, all day. I can- now, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the reason why. <laughs> you nailed it on that, on that assessment. But, you know, the, um, the, the garden hose king. Uh, whatever his name is, Gwyn. Uh, here's mm-hmm. the deal. He is. Uh, he's kind of onto something. Like it's too bad we're in such a drought in California because where these homeless issues are happening, you just turn the sprinklers on. They're not going to stay. They'll keep moving. But the problem is, where are they going to go? We're out of the drought now. We're out of the drought now, Jeremy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but two months of uh, homeless uh, deterrence would put us right back in the drought. My my parents have uh, a, a pond, and. In their pond, they put koi fish. Now, I didn't know that koi fish, right? I didn't know that they were expensive, but I think they're like a couple hundred dollars a piece. Yeah, they can be expensive. And um, they found out that uh, were coming by and eating the koi fish. They were pulling the koi fish out. So what they did is they installed a sensor sprinkler out in front of their in front of their uh, their koi pond. I'm just thinking, like, from an after-hours perspective. Like, what have you do? Hey, it works on Turn raccoons. It on. No, it would totally work. <laughs> it worked on the raccoons, but here's where my parents went wrong. It, the bears didn't care, and the bears would come down. <laughs> like, oh, stock pond. <laughs> yeah. Hey, the raccoons didn't get it all. Hey, George, get down here. Yeah, the sprinklers are on. That's fine. Let's go jump these in. Things, these things are just our size right now. Come on. Let's go get them. Gosh, that's crazy. Yeah, I... Yeah, it's you just wonder this will be something we'll live with in our entire lifetime and I only see it getting worse as generations and the and the planet continues to grow and um really uh, it's got to be something it doesn't have to though it's like what we were talking about before it do, it does not have to if they just implement 
programs that incentivize getting clean and getting jobs and all that stuff, then people will find the purpose. It's the having to be able to find the purpose. And we're going in the opposite direction right now with current policies. I mean, they're like able-bodied people. They want you to stay home. They, they want you to stay home and not be a contributing member to society. They're giving you all kinds of money and incentives to do so. Um, and it's all yeah, for the, their power that a, so that you can vote for them and retain the them COVID. in power. Yeah. 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 Because if you're dependent on them, yeah. then they have the power. And then they get to tell you what so you can it, and can't do. Yeah. yeah what you can and can't really, own. It's really sick. Here's one of those people. This is uh, Jessica Cohen. She's upset at the fact that they're being mean to the homeless people hanging outside of the 7-Eleven. All day. I can share the music before I even got to the 7-Eleven. It's annoying this early in the morning. Not that I don't love classical music, but... This is just rude. Just rude. It's just rude. Well, we'll send them over to your house. And uh, you can deal with them when you come out to get the mail, when you mow the lawn, when you leave for work, if you work. You probably, and then you can you probably don't work. You probably whatever. just sit at home and collect checks. Yeah, you can listen to whatever kind of music you want when you're playing it loudly so people will go away, right? How pathetic can some people be? Oh, man, I'm feeling great today, man. I wasn't feeling too good a couple days ago. I went to the doctor, man. I hate doctors. Doctors, I don't know. It's a lot of things about doctors I can't stand. They make me feel like I'm being violated every time I go to the doctor. Man, I went to the doctor the other day for a chest cold. I went in, he had a chest cold. <coughs> he was like, what seems to be the problem? Chest cold. <coughs> he said, okay, turn around, lay on your stomach. <laughs> What, what you need me to lay on my stomach for? I gotta check your anal cavity. Oh, hold on now, wait a minute, my chest right here. What you gotta check my anal cavity for? Hold on, man, let me see your ID. <laughs> let, me, let me see if you really work here. You just walk right in and want to. Can your finger reach my chest from my anal cavity? Because if it can, you need to change professions. Dumbass of the day. 93.3 KZOZ. Uh, ABC News medical contributor, Dr. Darren Sutton. On how to clear a stuffy nose. We should all be doing certain things. Uh, for example, drinking more water. During the winter times, that dry congestion can be really difficult to remove when you're dehydrated. Also, using nasal sprays and nasal washes. We find this to be helpful and therapeutic, especially for young kids. And then lastly, you can use a shower kind of as a steam room. I often tell parents with their young children, sit in the bathroom, turn that shower on, let the steam rise. It helps moisten up or loosen their mucus so that they can get rid of it. Does this guy think we, nobody's ever had a cold before? Do they think we were not raised by parents that knew how to deal with us before they had to listen to medical news contributors? Dr. Sutton, if you're even a doctor, this goes to all the network news medical contributors who are the most waste of time. Yeah, they are. They really are. You have to go to eight years of uh, med school for that information, Jeremy. Did you get fired <laughs> as a doctor and now you got hired to consult the news? What is your deal, man? Oh, how about using a nose spray? How about blowing your nose? Stuffy nose season. The, the news, the news producers at ABC are like, it's stuffy, it's stuffy uh, nose season. Uh, we, need, we need a doctor on this. <laughs> like... They go out there on the street. Are you a doctor? Sure, I'm a doctor. Let me go tell you how to deal with a stuffy nose. I got three ways. All right, let's go. When I was I a kid. Mean, yeah, you're right. Uh, this was big in our household. 
Everyone probably during the wintertime, especially young kids who have a high risk of asthma, should probably have a humidifier on. The dry season can unfortunately exacerbate or worsen those symptoms. That's what I got when I was sick. I got Vicks VapoRub on my chest. My grandma would rub it on my feet. And now that I'm older and I've learned stuff about the toxins in the feet, it was probably actually a pretty good, pretty good thing to do, just to pull it out. And the humidifier. And my dad was cheap on certain things. I mean, he sure drove a nice brand new car. Every two years he got a new car. But when we got sick, we had to use this thing from the 50s that I think was his when he was a kid. And it knocked when it ran. It was an old humidifier. It looked like a flying saucer. And it was like... <laughs> like, how the hell are you supposed to sleep? <laughs> I mean, it was just... <laughs> what the hell? That's not on the white noise app, huh? And I'd be like... <laughs> <laughs> no it wasn't oh my god this thing was such a piece of garbage like mom there's a reason why they don't put god. jackhammer on there as an option huh oh it's awful i remember like it would take me forever to get to sleep and i would just i would get upset and i'd cry I'm like no i hate this thing get it out of here but my dad is not dumbass of the day today for being cheap when it came to humidifiers. <laughs> no, it's ABC News and, the, it's and not every just ABC, medical doctor. Yes, well, every there's that one chick. There's that new that 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 lady that was making the rounds on CNN that was essentially telling everybody that uh, if if they don't get vaccinated, that they are um, they are uh, like basically terrorists. And she was jumping, and this is a doctor. Dr. Wen was her name, is her name. She's still around, unfortunately. And now she she went in the uh, Washington Post and did an op-ed the other day, and she said, yeah, um, it looks like we may have overinflated those statistics on COVID a little bit. Oh, um, really? And, you terrorist. You're the terrorist. I agree, Jeff. And yeah, you know, I think you made a great exactly. point yesterday. Her misinformation... Her misinformation literally caused terror at a whole country. So, yes, she should be labeled as a terrorist. And if you missed what Jeff so said. She's a good TV doctor. And he, he's like, you know, these doctors, they were telling us, hey, if you don't get this booster, if you don't get this vaccine, you're going to go over to your grandma's house for Christmas and you're going to kill her. You're going to kill your sick uncle. And so people went out and they got him. And now, you know, the young people that were healthy got him because they wanted to protect their family. And now they're dying. But we can't officially say why. Hell, MMA fighter, 18 years old. Dead. Nobody knows why. I looked it up. I tried two hours yesterday after the show. I was distracted from my grocery delivery from Safeway. Bonds. But I, I did look it up for a couple hours. I was looking it up, trying to find what happened to this girl. They don't know. And there's no like, oh, we're going to find out. There's an autopsy beam. Nothing no, of that. No, it's just like, it's, it's, it's like, nope, it's just like yeah, she just died suddenly. Sometimes it happens. That's what they're telling people. Sometimes Anyways, it happens. I don't think that's a logical I explanation. I, yeah, I don't want to get off topic here because we're talking about these geniuses they call medical news contributors. So, Dr. Sutton, you and all your other loser friends that couldn't keep your practice running, or I don't know, maybe this is your side hustle because everybody's got one nowadays. You are Jeff and Jeremy's. Dumbass of the day. It's Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on 93.3 KZOZ. Subscribe to the Jeff and Jeremy podcast now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and YouTube. It's your Central Coast commute-friendly podcast.